Welcome to GW Integrative Medicine, the podcast about disease prevention and health promotion from the Office of Integrative Medicine and Health at the George Washington University School of Medicine and Health Sciences. I'm Dr. Lee Frame, Director of the Integrative Medicine Programs here at GW. And I'm Janet Rodriguez, the Office's Administrative Director. Today, we're going to talk about forest bathing, also known as nature therapy or echotherapy, with Dr. Harpreet Gujral. Dr. Gujral is an integrative nurse practitioner and director of the inpatient surgical unit at HCA Healthcare in Reston, Virginia. The hospital has a special interest in the resilience and well-being of frontline healthcare providers. She incorporates her training in conventional nursing with aromatherapy, guided imagery, and various Eastern modalities like Ayurveda, mindfulness, and meditation. These are therapies that are enhanced by her roots in India. It's so good to have you here with us. Welcome to GW Integrative Medicine, Harpreet. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, Janet. So, Harpreet, what is ecotherapy? Yes. Um, so I'm just fascinated by um, ecotherapy and, um, you know, other words like forest bathing, as you we were saying. Ecotherapy is really our deeper connection with nature, with Mother Earth, and just realizing our own place on this planet. Um, and forest bathing, particularly, it was actually the term was coined in 1982 by two physicians, two doctors, sorry, Dr. Kin Lee and Dr. Miyazaki. Uh, they were finding that people in Tokyo, a lot of people were having, uh, you know, overcrowded and having a lot of uh, mood instability and stress. And so they took these people to one of the beautiful lush forests. And um, that's where they found that people were shifting uh, in the sense they were their well-being was better. So forest bathing is um, in Japanese is called Shinrin-yoku. And um, this is really about just soaking in the forest. And I can talk in more detail afterwards. That's great. It, it has me, you know, talking about Tokyo and people being in cramped quarters has me, of course, thinking about the COVID-19 pandemic and people being cooped up in their houses um, and what effects that might have on them. Um, do you think that forest bathing might have some positive health benefits for these people or, or anyone in particular? Yes, absolutely, uh, Lee. So this is concerning, um, you know, all of us during pandemic where we were asked to maintain social isolation. So, you know, all we were asking was physical isolation, not social interaction isolation. And people are cooped up. And, uh, you know, so we're having what's called nature deficit disorder. Uh, this was coined by Dr. Richard Louv, L-O-U-V. And he wrote a book called Vitamin N, Disconnection from Nature for Our Children. So it's The Lost Child, uh, I think is the um, title of the book. But what he describes is that in absence of connection with nature, we can have attention deficit disorder, we can have depression, people can have anxiety. And so, um, so recognizing our place in nature and um, using forest bathing or just being in nature for health benefits um, is utmost important. And it would be the reverse, meaning, you know, if people are finding because of lack of connection with nature, they're having anxiety, worries, fear, um, sleep disturbance, being in nature will help 
mitigate that. So health benefits of forest bathing, they've done several studies where they found, uh, you know, this was through questionnaires on mental health. They checked out people's vigor, focus, anxiety, their mood, concentration. They also did, um, you know, check their blood pressure, check their um, salivary cortisol levels. And what they found was once people were immersed in forest in nature, um, the salivary cortisol, which is the sign of increased stress, actually dropped. And their questionnaire um, were also quite conclusive of redu- reduction in anxiety and depression. Well, that sounds like something we all need right now. We, we should just start <laughs> mandating that for everyone. We all have to go outside. So, so how much nature do you, do you need to get these benefits? Is like me going for a walk in my neighborhood uh, enough or do I need to go to a forest and spend like a whole weekend there? Yes. So, you know, especially right now with pandemic, I think, um, you know, if we can consider what's a do- the right dose, I would say at least 20 minutes, it could be something we could look from our window outside at a tree or just be outside in nature. It doesn't have to be necessarily a, you know, central park in New York uh, or a big forest. Uh, whatever is accessible, we can just be in nature for 20 minutes and actually have no agenda. Just be in nature to experience, look at the colors of the leaves or no colors right now. Uh, most of the leaves have shed in Northern Virginia, D.C. area. Uh, but just marveling at, you know, what we may not have seen, maybe the sky, the clouds. Are they moving? Are they stationary? You know, did I spot a bird? What do I hear? You know, what kind of um, cool sensation am I feeling of the, you know, wind blowing? So just noticing, spending some time in nature. But if people say, well, you know what, I don't have 20 minutes. I'm so busy. I would invite them to consider even five minutes of agenda-less being in nature. And if we feel like we cannot be outside for whatever reason, we can be inside just looking out the window. You know, there were studies that that were done, and I use this all the time when I'm rounding on our inpatient unit. Uh, all our patient uh, rooms have a window. So I check in with our patients and I go, oh, I'm so glad you have a window. I'm sure you've been looking out, by the way. Did you know there was a study that was done uh, that patients who have windows actually heal faster than the other patients who did not have windows recovering from whatever, you know, surgery or another procedure. So just inviting them to look out the window um, at the sky or, you know, the trees or just even outside on the road, I think allows people to get some sort of um, nature dose. Wow, that's that's really great. We're in um, Washington, D.C., so one of the things that's great is when you go online and Google, you know, forest bathing in Washington, D.C., all these things come up, including, you know, a series of um, forest bathing um, events that they're having at the National Arboretum. Um, So one of the things that I came across was something about writing prescriptions for forest bathing. Have, Have you ever done that? 
So um, there is um, there is actually a prescription, and we were doing that um, just informally, more at uh, my other position um, when I worked at the integrative medicine department. Um, so right uh-huh. now, in my current role, I am not using it, but it's a fine idea, very easy one to do. Um, you know, we don't have. Um, handwritten prescriptions anymore or cards, but we can print out just a simple card. In fact, um, there is, and we can add this later on, is a website where you can print off a prescription and write 20 minutes a day or three times a week, you know? Um, So absolutely, I think that's a great idea. And we're very fortunate in this area where we are surrounded by Arboretum, beautiful gardens all around. And so I just want to make it simple as well, uh, because the awe and wonder and the connection we have with nature can even be just stepping out of the, out of our homes and looking at even one tree and just looking at the bark, like being mindfully just present using all our senses and just looking at the bark and looking at the pattern. If you've noticed like the larger trees, they have this sense of groundedness. I've noticed when I go near a, a large tree, especially in DC, we have so many beautiful ancient trees. Um, there is this connection. There is this quiet, this groundedness. In fact, In the previous hospital, outside our ICU windows, we had every room, uh, the ICU window, you could see an ancient tree. These are like 200-year-old trees, and it's just fine. And I would tell my patients, our weight loss surgery patient, I would say, look out the window and see this tree, how giving it is, and look at its branches and look at the leaves. Um, And we can do the same thing from house plants. We can look at our pets herbs in the kitchen garden or herbs in our kitchen. Uh, for example, my basil in no longer lives in my vegetable garden, but I brought a little pot um, in the kitchen. And it's been just great to have, you know, see the new leaves come out. Um, so it could be just very simple, um, you know, just pausing and noticing something of nature and our connection with nature. Um, that's, you know, so... Prescriptions are great. And uh, just, you know, if you have to simplify, we're saying take five minutes, take 20 minutes, take one minute to just pause and notice our place on Mother Earth on this planet. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, that is beautiful. So I was curious about um, what is the purpose of the prescription? Is it so you could give it to your employer and say, hey, I need to go and walk outside for 20 minutes. Yeah. So Janet, I think what I have to say is I think most employers are really here to support um, their teams. They really want to infuse resilience, infuse our connection with nature. Really, a lot of us are spending a lot of times on screen, you know, a lot of online virtual meetings or, you know, whatever our work brings us a lot of screen time. So, um, you know, this could be something we can just, uh, you know, infuse within our workplace by encouraging each other or saying, hey, that's a prescription I wrote for myself. <laughs> I'm going to take five minutes, you know, or 10 minutes break. People used to take, you know, smoke break. I mean, we're very fortunate. Most of um, our workforce, you know, is not smoking. 
And so why not take 10 minutes for um, being out in the nature? You know, a lot of um, hospitals and other places now have herb gardens. So rosemary, basil, even if basil is not there, rosemary is still there. We could make our connection with rosemary. That's great for focus and, and concentration. Um, so just connecting in that way, but using those prescriptions even as self-imposed. So Harvey, what does the science tell us about forest bathing? Is there a lot of research in this area is it, or is it still relatively new? So the science says that there are a lot of positive outcomes uh, from forest bathing or being in nature. And some of the similar um, terminology is biophilia, ecotherapy. These are a connection with nature, being out in nature or bringing nature in. Um, and what's found is, uh, interestingly enough, there's a compound that trees make. It's called phytoncide, um, phytoncide, P-H-Y-T-O-N-C-I-D-E. And we know it is a chemical that the trees produce to protect themselves from fungus and bacteria. And when we're in the nature and we're breathing that oxygen, we're breathing it in, it's actually good for our own immune system. We actually produce more natural natural killer cells. So there is um, definitely science that says that it allows us to improve our mood. It employ, um, allows us to improve our immunity system and reduce the stress level. Well, that is fascinating. I can honestly, I've not heard of that particular chemical, um, but I have seen research supporting the role of going outside in nature and boosting your immune system. So it's really great that we now have a mechanism behind that. We sort of know what what pathway is happening because a lot of times when we have some of these more integrative studies, people are like, well, that's great, but how does it work? And we can't answer that. Um, so to be able to have that answer, I think, would really help strengthen this argument. Um, do you think maybe that's part of the reason this is taking hold in maybe your more traditional medical environments? Indeed. Indeed. And, you know, so people are doing now walking meetings. So instead of meeting, uh, you know, on Zoom, they might maintain social distance and they can just go outside and be in nature and still be walking and, you know, uh supporting each other's health, good health, and still be able to work, you know, while in being in nature. It's not necessarily forest bathing, but you're spending time, uh, more time in nature. Well, and you're getting some physical activity too. So that's kind of a, exactly. a, a double win there. Exactly. Uh, I, I've definitely been a proponent of walking meetings, but I do still feel like there's some resistance to that and maybe adding this nature component might help convince people of the benefits. Exactly. That's right. That's great. Well, we're all going to take note of that so we can, <laughs> we can now convince people to have our walking meetings for our physical activity and for our forest bathing benefits. <laughs> That's right. So how are you implementing this you're you're on a surgical unit now, and you've talked about how you you talk about the patients who look out the window, which is fantastic. But how are you implementing this beyond that? Are you writing uh, recommendations for these patients when they go home? Is it just something you're talking to them about? Um, do you have any re resources you provide them with? Yeah. So as a nurse leader, um, I uh, round on my patients. All the patients. We have 58 beds, um, so I round on uh, a quite a few of our patients, and I'm reinforcing the information about integrative approaches, including spend time spent in nature. Um, 
also encouraging our staff members. You know, our frontline staff are doing their best. Um, this year has been, as we all know, uh, really a challenging one. Um, so recognizing what do we as healthcare providers, um, as clinicians, as frontline staff need. And we know um, because of the science, because of what we know, the advantage, oh, I'm encouraging our team to spend some time in nature. Um, it may not be possible while they're at work, but when they're walking from the parking garage over to the hospital, in those three, four, five, seven minutes, can I use all my senses to feel how crisp and cool the air is and noticing my feet picking up and the feet coming down like mindful walking? And can I listen for the birds? Like yesterday, it was beautiful V formation by the geese as they just flew over my head in the morning as I was walking into um, the hospital. It was just beautiful. And I marveled at that. I just, you know, stopped for a microsecond to just look up and see uh, that beautiful formation of how they collectively were doing this. Um, so just approaching that uh, in small doses without sounding sounding weird. <laughs> I I want to encourage us all to do this, and I don't want us to, you know, I don't want to sound it as if we're enforcing it, but it's an invitation really of soaking into nature and trying to see how we can connect with nature. Oh, that's excellent. Well, obviously, we don't think it sounds weird, um, but I'm sure there are people out there that you're right. Do you, do you think it seems a little odd? Um, and I, I feel like this connects really nicely with the idea of just mindfulness and, and being present in general, because it's something we are not doing, right? When we're walking from the parking garage to work, we are rushing, we are hurrying, we are thinking about what we have to do when we get there, not everything that's around us and fully experiencing that moment. So that seems like another double benefit you're going to get there. You're, you're, you're being present in nature, but you're also just being present. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, there are a few formalized uh, associations that actually do train people in natural, um, in, in nature therapy. So there is this international association of nature and forest therapy. Uh, there's another, um, uh, group also, as Janet was saying, there are, when you look up online, there are a couple of places that actually have uh, formalized training for forest bathing guides. Yeah, that's wonderful. But I think one of the benefits is that you don't necessarily need that, right? Like exactly. you're saying, you can just go out and Absolutely. do it yourself. We can make it very simple. <laughs> it could mm -hmm. be just taking your dog for a walk in the morning or in the evening and just noticing what we're noticing. Maybe not take our phone with us when we go mm. for the walking and we can actually focus on uh, just doing mindful walking, being in nature and noticing what we notice. Um, it could be just looking at for the birds. It could be meditating or, um, you know, just spending, making an excuse of spending time outside without an agenda. And it's really hard. 20 minutes could be very long. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got to build your way busy. up, right? Yes. And yet what you one notices is when you start to build it up from five minutes to seven to 15, um, that 20 minutes is absolutely possible. And people, you know, as I mentioned, uh, the benefits, you sleep better. There is uh, our emotional regulation is better. Um, you know, we have more focus and we just have this uh, trust in possibilities and future, you know, positive future. There is this knowing because we are now connected with planet 
and we understand the bigger picture versus my smaller life and you know and knowing that there is so much more um outside of what i am living well i think that is something for us all to think about and focus on um so a lot of our listeners are actually healthcare professionals um is there any place we can send them or, or healthcare consumers to learn more about forest bathing? Is there any um, resources you might recommend? Yes. So as I mentioned, um, Lee, the International Association for Nature and Forest Therapy. So they, they're there. I, I have a, this wonderful book by Dr. Suzanne Barkett Hacken-Miller. Um, so her book um, is called The Outdoor Adventures Guide to Forest Bathing. And it's like $14 on Amazon. So that's a good book as well. Uh, maybe considering like having one book for the, for the whole department and, uh, you know, people can use, um, you know, and see the ideas um, that come from the book. Um, she's definitely someone who's very interested in that. Um, Richard Louv's book, if someone is interested in the book, it's called Nature Deficit Disorder by Richard Louv, L-O-U-V. Uh, the other book that I love is called Forest Bathing by Dr. Uh, Q-I-N-G, King Lee, G, um, L-I, Lee. Um, and it's a really nice book. It actually has pictures. Uh, it could be a coffee table book. And it talks about very practical uh, tips on how to practice Shinin Roku. Uh, it's got pictures. It talks about Japan. It talks about the beautiful forest. And even though... We may not have such emerald green forest around us here at this moment. Uh, it's just lovely to immerse in the book and kind of read about it. That's fantastic. I could see having a little little library in the break room where people can flip through these and just remind themselves of the importance of connecting with nature so they can take time out of their day to do that. Absolutely. It could be even a simple nature picture. You know, I usually, when I'm walking our patients in the halls, uh, all the pictures on the walls could be something nature scape. And I say, uh, if you're interested, it's an invitation. We could actually think that we're there in this place right now. And so I can just lead them through one or two minutes of, well, what do you smell? Like, how does the soil smell? Do you smell, you know, the water, the air? Uh, what else can you, can you imagine you can hear something? And so just inviting people even to look at a picture and try to imagine like you're there in that place. I think it's a great way to escape in a way and have micro moments of self-care. Mm. You know, that's really reminding me of something that I do that actually, you know, I hadn't thought of because when I think of this, I think of forest bathing. So I really think about going into a forest. But the other thing you can do is think about going to the beach, right? Who doesn't love visualizing being on a warm beach and feeling the sun on your your skin? That just sounds super soothing to me. Absolutely. So it's really an invitation for what best resonates for the person and they can find that nature scape to be in. And um, it's those micro moments that allow us to really find this respite, you know, and um, re-energize ourselves so we can be rejuvenated, be more resilient. Um, and while we're doing this, maybe we can do a four, seven, eight breath, which is breathing in for four, holding for count of seven and breathing out for count of eight. Well, thank you so much for that tip. Thank you so much. I um, am so excited. Thank you again for having me uh, to discuss this fun topic. Well, that is all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for joining us again, Harpreet. Thank you. 
This is the GW Integrative Medicine Podcast from the GW Office of Integrative Medicine and Health. I'm Dr. Lee Frame. And I'm Janet Rodriguez. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.